6: From the center of the galaxy, this is a Force Center podcast feed. I'm Ken for another edition of Star Wars Ranked. Me and a guest ranking things in Star Wars. Let's get right to it. Joining us today is Joseph Scribshaw for the episode he was born to be on. How are you?
1: (laughs) I am so very happy to be here in this podcast world talking about this topic.
6: This topic is best Palpatine lines. Now. We're saying lines. but That also does kind of mean moments. And it might even get to sequences, but we're trying to go to lines because otherwise, man, I don't know, Joseph. We just would have uh, every, every scene that Palpatine said.
1: Yeah, this was, honestly, we often say that a Star Wars ranked was difficult. This was the most difficult one for me ever because I always make my list of like, well, what should I consider? What could be a runner up? What could be the top five? I was getting to that point of like, I am just like, you know, a court reporter writing down everything he says in every scene. And that's not going to work. That's exactly it. I, I was up until
6: um until the time that I emailed you my list and we we're getting ready to, to meet up to record here uh, digitally. I was still like watching clips uh, going, man, no, that one. But then what, what does that one have more meaning or do I just like the sound and delivery of it? Like, what is it? It's just, it's it's just. there's a lot. And and I, and I want to start, Joseph, from that point. We both love Emperor Sheep Palpatine, which is weird to say. <laughs> Embodiment of evil. A lot has to do with Ian McDiarmid coming in there, uh, Return of the Jedi, first time on screen, right? Um, and just kind of, just the way he approaches it, the way he just chews up uh, the scenery with every line. There's just, I think that's where the love starts, right?
1: Absolutely, I think in in terms of meeting him and meeting the character for sure, and I think every little bit of his character that expands, even getting to see his his totally different face, his senator shiv Palpatine uh, in Phantom Menace, everything just flows from that first performance, and what I love about that performance and therefore love about Palpatine is he's just a lot of what Star Wars is baked into one character he is. This symbol of evil and all of the different uh, ramifications of evil, of the idea of greed and loving power for power's sake and assuming that compassion is a failure and that uh, that politics and trying to work together is just a way to manipulate people and use them. He's all these great ideas about evil. And then he is just a weird scenery chewing dark wizard who giggles and shoots stuff out of his fingers. He's ridiculous. And his lines are both ridiculous and powerful and meaningful all at the same time.
6: Absolutely, man. And you're going to be hearing this a lot today (laughs) because, uh, even the cackle counts. So yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, it's, it's just a. Uh, I'm so I'm so glad that we got to see him in the prequels, and I'm so glad we got to see him in Rise of Skywalker because Joseph, there's some things that from that movie there that without a doubt going to be on our list because he's the big bad. He is the evil. He is evil and uh, capital E. And to have him back and to close it out, I I just am and thankful for it and and have a lot of gratitude uh, for Emperor showing up as wild and. wild just bonkers as it was and i know we all don't have a blueprint a step by step of how he came back i though i'm just glad he came back
1: yep from the phantom menace to the blatant menace i am glad that chief palpatine uh, cloned himself and threw his spirit into another body and you know all the things he had to do
6: so let's get ready now is the time Now you will experience the full power of the dark side. We are going to dive on in, Joseph Beginning with your number five.
1: My number five, you know, I tried to, you set this up well, Ken, I tried to pick lines that were both meaningful, but also I just loved the delivery because Ian McDermott is a brilliant actor having a great time. Uh, So my number five, I start with... Senator of Naboo, Sheev Palpatine, in one of his first moments where we, the audience, know, oh, that can't be good, uh, but the people in the don't in the room don't realize it yet. It is the line, "You could call for a vote of no confidence," <laughs> <laughs> and I love it for what it represents. For this is uh, Sheev Palpatine pretending. Mm. to be uh, a good and understanding politician, pretending to be sad that the Republic doesn't work anymore, pretending to help his home planet of Naboo, all in this uh, effort to get this sympathy vote, which he does. Uh, and Ian McDermott is such a great actor, and the way he he leans on the you could is just dancing right on the edge of, is that too much? And that's what Palpatine is. <laughs> He's always dancing on the edge of, is that too much? Are you tipping your hand too much the way he's trying to sell it to Padme? is like, this probably isn't a good idea, but I mean, I guess you could stick your hand into the jar of snakes if you really thought that was absolutely necessary. You You could. And I just, I love it for all those layers.
6: It's uh, I almost want the robot chicken scene of him and Masameta and Palpatine's going was was it was it was that a little much? That <laughs> <laughs> was probably too much. Yeah, you, you're right. I should put it.
1: <laughs> well, Yeah, that was not the full power of the dark side yet, mm-hmm. right? He's got to no. hold it back a little bit.
6: Yeah, but what I love about this choice to lead us off here is the over-the-top nature of Palpatine all through every one of his appearances. This uh, uh, vaudevillian villain, this uh, full going full gothic bad guy. I think this is a, another example of, of same thing going over, over the top in the other way, uh, exactly what you're describing of, 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 and the jokes you are making of is, is too much. It is, it is the same because that's who he is. That's who Palpatine is. So it's very fun to see again. I love that. We saw in Phantom Menace, just, we saw the sheave of it all. We get to see it on display and yeah, there's some great city of stuff that we get to see, but, but I'd love that. We just get to see this nice old man with swept back hair. Just kind of work at his evil magic in this kind
1: of way. Yeah, yeah. And even if he does kind of get called out, even if, I mean, in and Padme does disrupt his plans. But even if Padme is like, uh, all right, you're a politician. That was a real politician thing to say. That is still a successful mask of like, OK, if that was a little shady, well, you know, he's a politician. He's going to do things like that uh, every once in a while. Try to make me think, uh, you know, that my idea or that his idea was actually my idea, you know.
6: Love it. Great way to start. Yeah. There's so many things to pull from there, but, um, that is a, that is a him working his magic back then and a great way to start the list here. We'll go to my number five and it's one word, one word, Joseph. My number <laughs> five. I thought, am I being too cute? Including this, this is like, uh, when, uh, you know, you list some your favorite albums and you sneak in a new, uh, new album from a new artist to try to, <laughs> that, well, Nope. this is, I'm standing by it because I, Love the opening sequence of, of The Rise of Skywalker. I always say, I just, Exegol to me is going into the heart of darkness. It is Mordor. It is uh, the Night King coming down. It's all these great examples of big evil, sometimes evil for evil's sake. And it is just gothic horror. I love the opening sequence. And it all comes to a, there's some great lines in it all the way through, which I'm sure we'll talk about. But I love Kylo Ren putting his blade in Palpatine's face and asking, "What can you give me?" The lightning crashes, crackles, a pause, and just with a big booming voice, "Everything." That to me is just—it's—it's it's not quite unlimited power. All these other big lines, but it's—it's it's the spirit of it, and it's the lie, and it's the carrot dangled in front of a lot of these characters. Even tries with Ray later on. You, 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 At one point, I was in watching the sequence today when he he's like, "Yeah, just just strike me down. And you'll get that fleet." I'm like, "When was when does Ray want a fleet? When has she ever said I'd like to have started? <laughs> but here he is. He's dangling, and I just think it's so great. And it sets the tone, and and you had made that um, we talked about it an observation that uh, I, I think just you know one of those little tiny ones that did slip by me a little bit of just uh, you know Kylo being afraid. It says it in the crawl it's a threat to him, but just like after this, it's like, he's got to run to put the mask on. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. And Kylo, Kylo wants everything, but he wants it on his own terms. He wants to be the one in power and now he's threatened. And so it's a really intriguing moment because I think Kylo at that moment falls for it. He clearly does. He goes back to, goes back to his mates and says, Hey, you know, we can increase our uh, fleet here as, as pride would say, 10,000 fold. So, I don't know, man. It's gothic horror. And I love it. Everything.
1: Yeah, we needed something from that opening scene for sure, because that is it's a even I I have, uh, you know, friends who don't like the movie who go like, yeah, but that is an awesome opening scene. And that all that horror mood and the flashes of lightning and that sound design on that lightning. Oh, man, I love it so much. Um, But this is a great line to pick because I think it is great delivery and great meaning. Just from a, a delivery point, like, I imagine <laughs> there's a conversation where uh, Ian's, like, to JJ, like, hey, uh, what uh, what syllable in the word everything do you think I should underline? And JJ's like, all of them. He's like, oh, Ian McDermott's like, great, got it. <laughs> everything. It's, it's so great. Uh, delivery. Dancing on the edge of being over the top. Uh, but that's the point. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I love the meaning, and that's the that's for me like one of those me- those moments in Rise of Skywalker that are so in tune with the uh, history and philosophy of Star Wars. That's mm. what Sith want. Uh, that's what the Dark Side wants. It's just greed that wants to consume everything. It's why the Dark Side can't just be like, "Hey, it will be in balance." It's the Dark Side wants more, and for for Sidious to have that understanding that when kylo is consumed by the darkness that's all he can think of like well i have this much and i'm not happy yet so i want more and i'll take more and i'll take more so what will i what will i offer you know the logical end of the sith path i will give you everything and i will give you enough power that you can conquer this galaxy and then you can find more galaxies and you can just keep conquering and conquering and stay angry and never look back and it, it's it's really really powerful and then i think on the the flip side of it with that that fleet you know he, he's trying to manipulate ray in a different way of you can tell him to stop killing your friends yeah <laughs> but that, but that's all they're good for but for in this moment for kylo it's i will give you what every dark sider wants mm-hmm. everything and yeah and i think i think you're totally right that kylo wants it but not mm-hmm the way that Palpatine's going to give it to him so he's going to just get rid of palpatine and take everything
6: everything it's and it's also just what is at stake in this movie it's everything it is the galaxy needing to rise up right it is uh it is legacies it is that it is just literally what is this movie about everything in star wars that came before <laughs> everything it's uh from his mouth everything
1: boom. <laughs> so that is my number five we're up to your number four uh, my number four is one of to me the classic uh Palpatine Sidious lines again because it's funny. I would argue it is one of the funniest lines, but it also has like a uh, true meaning to me, and it is do it. <laughs> uh, uh, so just quickly on the the comedy of it, uh, there's great comedy and just like the simple contrast because he has the. A politician voice, and he's like, when he right before he's like, Anakin, kill him. And he says something evil, and you get that great look of uh, alarm from Dooku. Uh, yeah. But it's just a simple transition from, well, I talk about like this. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like that is the moment where uh, where Sidious gets Anakin to do his first bit of vengeful, angry killing for him. So of course, the true voice of uh of Sidious would come out it's so the both funny because of that great transition and so meaningful because the mask is really slipping and and there's even that like there's moments in Revenge of the Sith where he's like he enjoys Anakin's evil almost that creepy level of like I can feel your anger uh and, and I feel like he's in that moment of like not only does he want Anakin to do it for his plans it's just like he's evil and he just betrayed Dooku. And he can't wait to watch his head roll because it's fun for him. Do it. It is. Oh, man. I'm going to bizarre places with
6: this because, yeah, the un, unintentional comedy level I get is high. But it, everything you, you describe, and it, it just reads to re, reads me. He can't contain himself. He can't contain himself. And it is like, I don't know. It's an old creepy guy at a strip club in a corner going, Take it off, <laughs> sir. No touching. You've got to get out of here. Okay um he's just he's so it's it is the seams are starting to crack uh like it's um if an egg's hatching you know like this is the this is the cracks are forming here and it's uh and it's so clear and it's played for that um it's just played for that so well and and, and, it it revenge of the sith man every step of the way he is just having fun with it and i think we're at a place now with the fandom where we get, not only was that kind of the point, but we get enjoying it. But I do, I do remember having those conversations coming out of 2005 of just like, oh, and he's screaming and he's this and that. And it's like, yeah, he's uh, the Emperor. <laughs> <laughs> he's
1: he's a real evil dark wizard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was delighted uh, in The Rise of Skywalker that there is a, a do-it. There is! There is! There yeah, is. yeah, so not as, not as great as the first original do-it, but still great yeah. to have a second do it do it do it
6: this list it would be incomplete without do it right that
1: time. is right so that's my number four
6: do that's it a final note on that i i, I have your notes you've spelled it uh, properly do it d o i t how many times do you spell it d e w
3: do it
1: yes i absolutely want palpatine to do an actual mountain dew commercial <laughs> and hold up a gun he's like do it have <laughs> you been gaming do it
6: Uh, love that choice number four is uh that's your your choice uh, at number four my number four is going to uh, uh revenge of the sith um i uh noticed on my notes i just put the wrong movie uh a lot of r's and t's but revenge of the sith i i think there is a setup to a line there's a line that comes after this that is a favorite uh, for a lot of people, and I, I think it is, and that is the, uh, then it's, uh, you know, treason then, which is just so soft and sweet. And all right, I'm about to kill you all. I just love, are you threatening me, Master Jedi? Which, of course, sets up the I am the Senate line. I I think it's under, I think it's, I think it's, it has its due. Don't get me wrong, but I think it is such a, it is that mask, the mask is, the masks hanging around his neck, right? <laughs> like yeah. he's about to get kicked out of a Walgreens with his mask down by his neck. Um, he, he, but it's history. There's history there. There's history with Mace. There's history with these Jedi. He hates. And for just, it's like, this is the moment. And it's almost like, now that he's given him one final second to stand down, uh, I think he knows what's coming here, but it's like, there is that you could read into this. just like, is this it? Is this the moment you're doing this mace? Are you threatening me? then we're going to change the game here. And I just think there's a lot of just uh, a lot of tension in the moment. Great delivery. And it's subtle of all the over the top stuff we're talking about. It's, it's got a strain of that, but it is, it is a last second of calm before the absolute chaos that's about to emerge just in the rest of the story. Not just. Yeah.
1: That's a great pick. I mean, yeah, I, you know, uh, I am the Senate is absolutely iconic, but I, I really like, are you threatening me master Jedi? Because I also just read the subtext of it as, are you playing exactly into my hands, Master Jedi? Mm-hmm. Knowing right. that he's been really maneuvering Anakin and you got to believe lots of other people into believing like the Jedi are really unhappy with the Republic. They're really, I, I keep making just totally innocent uh, suggestions for the benefit of the Republic and they keep really pushing back. They want more power and he yeah. he's building up within all of his uh, plans within plans for the Clone Wars. He's building up to this. They attacked me. And, you know, I appreciate more and more of these Sith plans that are to cause your opponent to think that they are making a choice when really you have pushed them into making this not great choice. And are you threatening me, Master Jedi, is like, (laughs) totally like, are you going to do a reasonable, logical thing so then I can do a blatantly evil thing? Thanks. Yep. Yeah, it is. It's his. uh, (laughs) It's his limited liability clause. (laughs) It is.
6: (laughs) I just, I was reviewing plans for a weapon to, you know, destroy the galaxy, planet by planet, down the line. I just thought it was a good option for us, and I got threatened. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a plausible
1: deniability uh, clause here too. Yes. Are you giving me a plausible deniability, Master Jedi? Ah
6: so that uh yeah and then yeah you have to include I, I am senate is is the beat right after uh which is delicious and also and i didn't click on it there was a, a youtube video that I saw that was just like uh thumbnail it was like i am the senate was palpatine really all the senate and i was like i mean i want to click on that <laughs> I right now. uh but i just it is also one of those like if i was uh you know if i was uh you know a uh, uh Kit Fisto or one of the Jedi there, I would have looked around and be like, What's he? What is he? He's all the Senate? Like, I know what he means. I know what I know at the moment. But it is just so one of those bizarrely, I am the Senate. Like, it is James Coburn and Young Guns 2. You think you're the scourge of New Mexico? Well, by God, I am New Mexico.
1: Like, what? Okay, let's do it. So. Yeah, no, I think that it is that that mask has fallen. And at first, he's like, Oh, I, I'm sorry. I didn't know I was supposed to wear a mask in Walgreens. Actually, screw you. <laughs> This is a viral video. Oh,
6: that's great. So that's my number four. We're up to your number three. Uh,
1: My number three is a twofer uh, in Revenge of the Sith and the Rise of Skywalker. And that is the dark side of the force is a pathway to many abilities. Some consider to be unnatural. Oh, yeah. This is, you know. This was the hardest thing of this uh, making these lists. Sometimes, you know, we say, hey, it's our favorite. And maybe sometimes we say best. You know, it's subjective, but you want to include the big ones. But There's so many little ones I like. But this one, it's a big one, but I, I couldn't ignore it. I watched the opera scene three times. I love the opera scene, right? And every line in the opera scene could be in this list for me. Oh, but yeah. this one, in the slow dance in Revenge of the Sith to slowly reveal himself to Anakin. This line is so powerful uh, because it's so it's dancing so close to the truth and it is so manipulative. Right. Yeah. That he's dangling this thing that he knows Anakin absolutely needs. Anakin is going to make bad choices based over this desperation to make sure that Padme lives uh, in Anakin's selfish need to make sure he lives. So he's dangling that specific carrot, but also just in this, he is saying, hey, there's this whole slew of powers and abilities. Who knows who else you could help? What other greatness you can do? But you're being held back by the Jedi because they don't let you explore the dark side. It's it's just a pathway to some other abilities. And then on top of it to say some consider to be unnatural. So on the one hand, he's like, yeah, no, I mean, that's that's kind of the point of the dark side is uh, we do whatever we want, you know? We don't care if it's natural. We will rip the minerals out of that planet. We don't care. The dark side takes what the dark side wants to take. Uh, but by couching it in, some consider to be unnatural, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's like saying, you know, some consider robbing Walgreens to be a criminal action. But isn't the problem <laughs> the people who simply have a narrow view of the point of Walgreens. You know, it's like, <laughs> I like that Walgreens is our go-to this week. Uh, <laughs> We're
6: picking on Walgreens today. Man.
1: Picking on Walgreens, but it's so, it, it, it's it's that perfect, it's, you know, in, in the middle of his transition throughout this film between letting the mask fall, and mm-hmm. it is still so political, and so uh, Sheev Palpatine, uh, wise mentor, and... Pulling back the face of uh, uh, to to actual Sidious of saying, "This is the dark side. The dark side is the path to do whatever you want." Mm. Uh, and, and I love that that is. The way he he uh, delivers this manipulation, the way the actual line is delivered in Revenge of the Sith, uh, that uh, just the, some consider to be unnatural and, and kind of pops it up there and lets it hang a little bit. Yeah, yeah, dangles, dangles a dangling unnatural. And I know I know it didn't work for some people, and as always, I, I respect that. But I think for to come back to that line in the Rise of Skywalker, it's not only just a great acknowledgement of the prequels, which which I really do like in future Star Wars storytelling. Um, but it's him kind of following through on, uh, yeah, I, I was bsing Anakin up to a point, mm. but yeah, no, this is this is a legitimate part of the dark side. Is yeah, you Jedi think death is natural, and you're want to you know peacefully go when it's your time and shrug your shoulders and the dark side it says no i will cling i will survive no matter what and it's just naive fools who want to peacefully follow nature you know yeah. i am nature i decide nature and yeah. to see that he has survived but it looks like in a miserable gross unnatural you know uh, pasty, uh, uh, whited-out eyes—you w- w- know—weird marks around his lips, dangling from a claw machine. <laughs> That's clearly unnatural. Some consider to be unnatural. Get a mirror, palpiting Clearly unnatural.
3: Here's
6: and
1: here's the reading of the
6: line: the Dark side of the Force is a pathway to many abilities. Some consider to be unnatural. Oh, so good. Just <laughs> rolls it over. I what I. I love the, uh, yeah, the, the the opera scene. Yeah, you're right. Uh, 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 this could be a list of the opera scene. This could be a list of the Return of the Jedi throne room scene. Uh, those are the two, probably the biggest Palpatine scenes in all the movies. I I love that this can be connected to Rise of Skywalker. And J.J. said it in the interviews. You know, he was being kind of cheeky. But oh, that was one of my favorite scenes. And, you know, like, oh, what do, you, what do you got cooking, J.J.? But it pays off. What Palpatine was saying in Sith, not just with this, but you know, when he's talking to Anakin, uh, turned Vader and just like, uh, you know, uh, the, the power to defeat death is, uh, you know, uh, what's the actual line? I, d- I didn't write it down for this list of, of, um, is, is, a is something that only one has learned, right? Like,
1: yeah, but together I'm sure we can unlock the secret. I'm, I'm yeah. paraphrasing, but already he's starting to walk it back because before it was just like, oh, yeah, that guy knew how to do it. Uh, we'll look it up. Yeah. And now it's like, I'm sure if we work together, we can someday figure it out.
6: It's like uh, I was up late last night uh,
1: watching videos on how to uh, make tofu
6: burgers. Like, it's all I got to do. Just watch the video. <laughs> we'll, we'll be all right. But it pays it off. Dark science, cloning, secrets only the Sith knew. Well, this, is what, this is what the Sith like. This is what the Sith want to do. It does track that Palpatine would be like, number one, I'm a Sith. I can't accept a, a new phase of my life. That includes death. I can't let go. Uh, I will hold on to it. I want everything, even if that means I'm a claw guy and I'm <laughs> hanging there like with no legs dangling and bony fingers. Uh, my bones are poking out. This is what I want, and so it it, it is a continuation of some of the stuff uh, set out here in the Revenge of the Sith. And it, uh, this this line, and again, how it's used and how it's just used to turn Anakin is why I think a lot of people we just love that scene. And and you said one of the first things you said is is this. Sprinkle of truth, you know, and, and just enough. And that's how that that's how things can get you. Mm-hmm. But you know, you're right. The Jedi don't like sorcery. What? You're right. I never thought about it in those terms. Like, <laughs> it just so, like they don't like greed. What's up with that? Um, if you're in that mind, you're going down that path. Uh, this is where Palpatine really shines. And that's why everything about McDarwin in that scene is him. Thinking he's relishing killing Plagueis in his mind, you know. Oh yeah, it. It's erotic. <laughs> yeah, oh, he's just like, yeah, do it. Uh, of 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 the time, so so it's it's he's just rolling the, the words. He's taking the time with the sentence, and it's it's a it's one of the great ones for a reason. And again, I'm glad it it, it gets paid off a bit in Rise of Skywalker.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He expertly sets up the Jedi as hypocrites who, you know, also want power and are also bending their own rules when something's happening that they don't like. So by the time he gets to this line of some considered to be unnatural, what should just sound like B.S. is like, yeah, maybe the Jedi are full of crap. Yeah. Powerful. Powerful. Powerful choice at number
6: three. We're going to my number three and we're sticking in the same movie just a little bit later after a lot of his plans uh, fall into place. Uh, when he addresses everybody. And this sets up one of Padme's all-time great lines. But his speech, his "Whoa is me. I was just threatened, but I will survive. And I'll do it because uh, I want to give you all um, a safe and secure society. I do that line a lot on here. I love it. Fun to say. I'm not saying I have a good Palpatine voice, but it's fun to do Palpatine lines, even around the house to your chihuahuas. <laughs> it's a thing. But what I love about this line, Joseph, it's a great shot. It's a great sequence. Again, the Padme, this is how Liberty dies with thunderous applause. You're watching it. It's kind of Lucas getting to the point, but because that it's also Palpatine getting to his public point. This is a sheave moment for me, just as much as a Sidious or Palpatine moment, because this is the lie he just successfully sold, successfully sold, you know? And people start to realize it's a false lie. But I think of some of the characters. That I even love, Ray Sloan, her, her path to, to, to working for the empire, being in the empire, believing in a version of the empire comes from my neighborhood, my planet, my city, everything about my life was not safe. It was not secure. And then the empire showed up. See, uh, it, it works. And a lot of people through uh, some of the modern storytelling kind of uh, not be, they're not believing insidious. They are believing in, in what Palpatine said in this moment. It is the poster line a safe and secure society and it's easy to hide behind that shield for a lot of to hide a lot of wrongs. And so that's why I love this line. It's a great quote, great scene, great shot. It is over the top in its own way, but it's the lie that at least for a while worked on the galaxy.
1: Yeah. Oh, that it, it's so great because it is such um, you know, throughout uh, history you can find moments of this of that that exact Uh, propaganda that uh, a safe and secure society is what everybody, of course, wants. So uh, somebody promising that is coming from this great place of strength. Uh, But then in the unique uh, story of Star Wars, the story that that Lucas really wants to tell us is uh, Palpatine. We talked about already the like, hey, he lures the Jedi into wanting to arrest him. And threaten him, and then he can claim, uh, play victim that he was scarred, and 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 it now needs to have this safe and secure society, and that's the story across the galaxy of him basically standing up and going, look at all these problems, look at the separatists, look at the Jedi, look at all this war, uh, look at all these uh, planets that are being ravaged. Don't you want me to protect you from that? Oh, also. I literally specifically caused all of that,
0: <laughs>
1: and I think that Star Wars is such a great entry point to discuss a, a a real um which you bring up with Ray Sloan a lot, a real honest, great discussion of the balance between freedom and security, and it's a thing societies wrestle with all the time and have to. but the story of Star Wars and the the cautionary tale of Star Wars is, are those threats real? Or did a dictator cause them? Mm. And that, to me, is what really makes not just the great whole great speech, not just the really obvious, like, yeah, the Jedi didn't just attack you to overthrow you, and it's not poor you, you were scarred. He he did all of that on a galactic scale. He caused the war. You know, the Separatists had legitimate problems, but he incited it uh, with Dooku. He caused the Jedi to... Uh, get involved in the war and on and on and on. He calls, he thinned the Jedi out so the Jedi could have been around helping people in the galaxy right. keep the peace. But he destroyed all of that and then there he is with the, the weird uh, cup hands gesture that I like so much. <laughs> yeah, going, <laughs> I am the one who can keep you safe from me and all the things I did.
6: <laughs> yeah, well, in that whole sequence man, it is a uh- it's it's a it's it's a lesson in sound bites being uh, taken as uh, as fact or taken as uh, you know how to kind of get your message over. He, he's 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 his own great PR man, and how sometimes just a good bumper sticker might work, you know. And and Palpatine's just rolling out these bumper stickers. <laughs> I got a safe and secure society for you, Sheev in two thousand twenty-four. You know, like it, 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 it's uh, it's just it, it works on so many levels, and again. Just fun to say, including the cup hands.
1: Absolutely. View those cup hands, and yeah, you can go to your chihuahuas and say, for a safe and secure dinner tonight. I do provide them a safe and secure society. <laughs>
6: uh, we, uh, we're going on to uh, your number two as we work our way towards the best Palpatine
1: lines uh my number two i wanted to make sure that i included something from the original from the classic from return of the jedi it was extremely hard for me to narrow down uh from all of return of the jedi but the 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 big throne room scene what it was and i quieted my mind and i listened to my heart and i think my very favorite is you want this don't you (laughs) (laughs)
3: uh
1: again because it's funny um You know, I love the story of how Ian McDermott made his choices of Lucas and Marquand. We're just like, he's a he's an evil guy. And (laughs) Ian McDermott, Shakespearean, trained, you know, British actors like, okay, uh, I'll do this. Uh, And even within the villainous voice that stays down here, there, there starts to be all of these little variations. And you want this, don't you? Mm. Is one of those variations where it's, you know, it's tempting to call it subtle in comparison (laughs) to some of the other things he says, but it's not really. It's so dry. You want this, don't you? So I love that from the delivery perspective. But then I love just the power of that lightsaber. We talk a lot about the moment where Luke chooses to throw it aside, and we talk a lot about the moment where Luke sees Vader's uh, severed hand and the sparking wrist and he looks at his own mechanical hand. But the importance in the uh, symbolic thematic dance of Return of the Jedi in this line where we're introduced in A New Hope to the lightsaber as it is, you know, an elegant weapon for a more civilized age. It's the hero's weapon. It is the sword of a knight. It's presented to us is a very good thing. And Return of the Jedi really complicates that between, you know, Vader igniting that blade and uh, Mm. earlier in this scene, Palpatine going, oh, a lightsaber, very similar to your father's and kind of making that similar argument that he does in the opera box. The Jedi and the Sith aren't that different. And then by the time we get to you want this, don't you? The lightsaber becomes instead of a a, this symbol of hope uh, and, you know, an elegant weapon for a more civilized age. It's a symbol of violence. It is a symbol of what the dark side wants. It wants you to fight it is the temptation to solve things with violence and Mm -hmm. it it pays off great uh with Luke's decision but a part of power of that decision is this line of the temptation of your friends are in danger you feel trapped and fooled all you want to do is lash out right Mm. you want this don't you it's so great because it's not just the lightsaber it's you want the quicker easier path don't you Absolutely, and, and when Luke does fall
6: for those moments, just kind of some of the reactions of Palpatine, us all through that throne room sequence, of just kind of his smug laughter, <laughs> you know, just kind of like, "Oh yeah, I did it, I did it
1: again." Good old Palpy. He's looking off to the corner at Simlu. <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah, he's got this like, "Yeah, it took me, uh, you know, a while to to work on Anakin. Uh, I can, I can <laughs> bend Luke in a day." Yeah, no, and it's one of those again works
6: on a lot of levels in terms of just a fun line to say. He's got so many just d- deliveries in the throne room sequence that are are memorable for a reason, and it and it worked us on us as as a young as young fans, and and but I I don't mean to take the conversation too negative, but like I think I think you can miss that, and I think it's 9, seven, eight, nine, ten, or whenever you see that, you can miss it, like. Yeah, yeah, get the lightsaber. You get the lightsaber. And the, the moment Luke does, it is it is a it is a point against him. And is a it is a small victory for Palpatine in that moment, uh, which leads to the, the Luke's uh, final toss in the blade. But you know what I mean? So it's like that's why I love this moment so well. It's uh, so much it, it is. And it's fun to say it's fun to say. But the weight of the moment, I'm so glad you touched on it.
1: Yeah, and the way he taps the lightsaber, it, it's, there's also like, you know, there's also this element of a Palpatine that's like super scary grandparent <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that you visit when you're really young and you don't quite understand what it is to be old anymore. And it's got this like kind of like <laughs> yeah. you visit your scary grandpa and he's like touching hard candies and like you want these, don't you?
6: <laughs> yes, a there's original, please. Um, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Totally agree with that. Oh, great choice! I just want to watch that sequence again. Uh, well, that is your number two, and my we're number up, two. We're up to my number two, and I I, like as as we started to record, I looked at this and I'm like, is this what I'm sticking with? Do I like this? Do I like this? And it's so tied to something else, um, with, uh, uh, that I, with with you that I don't want with one of your uh, uh, runner ups that uh like, it's like man, I don't you know should I I don't want to step on that moment. I'm sticking with it, I'm sticking with it, because there's a lot of interrupts. I love it's not just a line, but it is a moment. I I might actually try to play it here, because it's queued up. Uh, uh, Rise of Skywalker. Nothing will stop the return of the Sith, followed by the best lightning bolt blast ever. (laughs) So let's see. (laughs) Let's see. He's going. Nothing
3: will stop the return of the Sith.
1: Oh yeah, that's good stuff. <laughs> it's just, Oh God,
6: shudder- dark. And it is a victory. It is the spirit of the man who, 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 who wanted uh, this and never wanted to leave it. and wants everything. And it also, as you've always said, the blatant menace, there's no shadows. There's no hiding. We, you, you're in a temple of Sith. You're in a temple of, of Sith eternal Sith cultists. Um, real or not whoever is actually in the crowd i don't i've never been worried about those details it is just the spirit of generations of evil and that's what he is and here he is nothing's going to stop it nothing's going to stop it and and in, in for for a moment a one brilliant sound designy uh visual
1: effects moment
6: he has it and it's darkness and i love it
1: yeah. I, I, I'm so glad that you included that. I love the, the you know, ongoing play on the re- return versus revenge. That was a, a great thing. I, I, even if it's a little meta, I don't care. I really, really like it. Um, mm-hmm. And then we needed some lightning moments, right? And this <laughs> is a great escalation um, mm-hmm. to have that lightning be so incredibly powerful uh, to shoot its way all the way into uh, the sky and uh, g- gives us that great tracking shot of the lightning coming to back down which i know a ton of people love but it's also just i love not only the line of nothing will stop the return of the sith but the image of it of i like to think of the jedi as the shield of like when they're working right mm. something awful is happening and they step in between it and that's you know kind of what ends up happening right of yeah. like that lightning's going up into the sky and ray steps in between the people and the evil. Mm. Yeah.
6: Yeah. We are the shields that guard the realm. Oh, (laughs) But it works. It works. And it is, it's frightening. It is. uh, and I don't, you know, sometimes I can watch a story where I'm pretty sure I know one, one side's going to lose and the other side's going to win. You know, I I think that's okay. It's the journey there and it's the spices in that meal on on the way there. And this is just one of those big moments for me. We're like, yeah, Relish it, relish it, sheave Whatever you are Because <laughs> it ain't yours And it sets up to me, it helps uh, Make the victory earned mm. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely
6: Alright, that is my number two We're going to take a quick break because we're going to have to just reset We have got some honorable mentions Oh, you better believe we do And then Joseph and I will give you our Number one choice for the best Palpatine lines Stick around my friends, this is the Star Wars Ranked Welcome back to Star Wars Rank. We are ranking the best lines from Palpatine. Sheev, the Emperor, Sidious, doesn't matter. We are here today. Joseph Scrimshaw's with me, and we're going through one of our favorite characters. And I know it's shared, which is, again, just weird to say. But again, people people been cheering for darth vader for years and maybe not part of the point but we uh, definitely understand that his lines are important joseph because as we've been discussing not just fun to say not just big over-the-top film moments and story moments but also just have deep meaning and purpose to them and they're part of the star wars lessons
1: that is right i truly truly love to hate palpatine in the best way there you go.
6: So we're going to run through some honorable mentions. Here, here's uh, what I propose, Joseph, is the uh, easiest to do. We both we both have probably more honorable mentions than we've ever had for an episode. <laughs> yes. Let's just kind of run through. Uh, I'll go first. You go through, and then we can kind of talk in general about some of them. Uh, so we're not here all day, because otherwise this could have been a top 50. Yes, um, yes. Yeah, sounds good. So there we go. So here we go. I got, I'm going to Return to the Jedi. Your faith and your friends is yours. And that one, I mean, we're talking, I almost slipped it in. As we were recording, because I just love a lot of that. But anyways, um, everything is proceeding exactly as I have foreseen, which is followed by the cackle. We'll talk about the cackle. Uh, the Phantom Menace, Dalte Dauphine, speaks up. Viceroy, I don't want this stunted slime in my side again. Uh, from Empire, this is from the special edition version, but it also uh, kind of uh, pops up in Rebels. Again, uh, the, the, it's it's like a line. power. He just says things over and over. There is a great disturbance in the Force. We have a new enemy. Obviously referring to Luke Skywalker, the rebel that destroyed the mm. desert but also Kanan Jarrus. He says this um, in a hologram as well. Um, then we got Queen Amidala is young and naive. You will find controlling her will not be difficult. I ha. love that line. Uh-huh. Um, uh, this one, ugh, so close to Only through me can you achieve a power greater than any Jedi. And then... Oh God, so close! <laughs> Return of the Jedi. You, like your father, are now mine. Um, and then the final one. It counts because I have a T-shirt of it made by the great Brian Ward on his T Public site. It counts. My favorite Boba Tea line that's not in a movie, show, or comic or book is "Roll it again." <laughs> All right, it's been a little bit, but I was we were there, Joseph. It it, it was it was the effort talking to us.
1: It was. I am so so happy uh and feel so very grateful that I got to be there for that moment. That roll it again is such a great idea to include because it's truly one of the most joyful moments for me as a Star Wars fan ever. Hearing that cackle in the trailer and thinking, oh, it's got to be Palpatine, and those lights coming up and scene. Seeing Ian McDermott there and the whole place going nuts, crying, weeping. And then perfect, because it's just like Palpatine. It was confirmation. It was meaningful, but it was so silly. Roll it again.
6: Love it. Love it. (laughs) There we go. Those are my honorable mentions. What are yours, sir?
1: Uh, yeah, the, you, your your list is uh, is so great. It c- contains a lot of the kinds of uh, moments that I wanted to highlight as well. P- parts, uh, uh, moments where Palpatine is just a jerk. <laughs> like yeah. your faith in your friends is yours. It's just such a like, mm, yeah, well, you have weaknesses too, jerk. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the other one I wanted to say, what, a real quick thing about, because I almost included it, is that everything is proceeding exactly as I have foreseen, followed by the cackle Mm-hmm. I think is uh, super important because I think it's the line that fully establishes him as Dark Wizard, right? That mm-hmm. he's got visions of the future and that cackle is so like, yeah, this is what we're doing. We're not hiding from it. This is B-movie. He is an evil wizard and he cackles. Yeah.
6: Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's such a great cackle.
1: So you need it. So uh, my runner-up, uh, this is a, a, I don't think it's the most meaningful Palpatine line, but I had to have it because Honestly, is one of my very favorites is I will make it legal. Uh, (laughs) It's uh, basically a mission statement for him of like, not only am I a super powerful dark sider who can zap people with my fingers, uh, but also I'm going to completely corrupt the actual legal system and make horrible things uh, legal. And uh, I love the sound mixing of his voice in holograms. There's something about it in Phantom Menace. His voice is extra creepy. I won't mm-hmm. make it legal. And then there are so many great moments uh, outside of the movies. And I went and gave myself the treat of rewatching the uh, end of the Clone Wars episode, The Lawless. It is an episode that uh, we focus on a lot because, uh, you know, spoiler, if you haven't watched the Clone Wars, it's the episode where uh, Maul uh, kills Satine and expects Kenobi to break. But it's also the episode where Sidious. Leaves Coruscant and goes to Mandalore to handle Maul and Savage. Oppress himself, and it's just some great, great Sidious fighting and great Sidious lines, great Sidious moves. Uh, Maul asks for mercy, and and Palpatine says there is no mercy. And great stuff. G- give yourself a treat today. Watch Sidious beat the hell out of Maul and Savage. Oppress. <laughs> Absolutely great. Um. Very, very excited and eager to rewatch uh Rebels in, in particular to get to the sidious moments. I love a lot of the manipulation with uh, Ezra, I love the uh playing with the the cauldrons and the mysticism that happens in um in Clone Wars as well, but it's going on in Rebels. But uh, the moment I wanted to pull out is the weird <laughs> pronunciation of uh, Ahsoka's name where he says Ashokatano.
6: <laughs> uh, uh, Ian, can we do that take again?
1: no, no. <laughs> uh yeah i love it that it's just like did he get it uh, did palpatine sidious himself get it kind of wrong or just not care who knows who knows uh so i wanted to highlight that animated moment Uh, this next chunk is lines that i like because they show this side of him being evil where he's just a, a Petty a hole, like, yeah, what you just did and said is meaningful and evil, but it's also just like, you're a jerk, you're a guy I don't want to hang out with. If I know you're going to be at a party, I don't want to be there because you're a petty yeah. jerk, yeah. Uh, and the first one of that is, is once I fell, so falls the last Skywalker, just yeah. leaning into, I'm going to do to you what was done to me, yeah. Uh, one of my other favorite uh bits of delivery from Return of the Jedi as uh because it is the change up in all of the kind of dark wizard stuff is the I'm afraid the deflector shield will be quite operational when your friends arrive it's just it's such a jerk line of like oh oh whoops are all your friends going to die oh sorry did I did I press that button that uh, kills everybody oh oh I'm sorry yeah. <laughs> lol um <laughs> Uh, and then uh, in in that uh, general vein, but also a little different, is the line in Revenge of the Sith of I have waited a long time for this moment and then the supremely drawn out my little green friend <laughs> followed by just the relish. Uh mm. it, You know, it's the payoff of that scene we are talking about with Mace where he's really letting the mask fall that now the, the mask is dropped and he just gets to enjoy it and just the weird turn of phrase of my little green friend Um uh, <laughs> Yeah, beautiful. Uh, I, I got just a, just a couple more, keeping yeah. keeping it moving. Uh, I really like this in Revenge of the Sith is uh, when Rey is exploring, not Revenge of the Sith, excuse me, Rise of Skywalker, Rey is going into uh, the Sith temple in Exegol, finding the throne, and we hear, long have I waited. And it sounds evil and ominous. And then... For my grandchild to come home, <laughs> and it's there's a lot of great, serious lines like this that sound really evil, and then end a little nicer. And it's just like that—that that manipulation. That, and again, touching on that little bit of yeah, politician, dark wizard, but also a grandparent. I'm yeah. just a nice, sweet old man. Long have I waited, oh, for you to come visit me. You don't come see me too often. I'm so happy you're here. Would you like a hard candy? (laughs) It's so grandfatherly. It's very Mr. Burns. It's the
6: most Mr. Burns. (laughs) And I I do love it. And I I love the use of long of it waited in the trailer. And I I love seeing the context. of.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Last two for me. Uh, The touching Vader's shoulder on Mustafar. I always love that because I don't think there is any great uh, ability to love. I think that's more like he's he's bummed about his damaged prize. But it's a strangely tender motion—the way he just touches uh, Vader's shoulder—and um, I like the ambiguity of it. Of is there any possibility that there's—I mean, he's—he's he's upset because his prize is damaged. But is there even any possibility of sadness or or empathy? I mean, probably not. But I love that little bit of ambiguity. Uh, yeah. And then my final one—that's a, a more a comment on him—is—and I know this is super controversial, uh, but clearly like it dislike it feel ambiguous about it the line somehow palpatine returned is going to live on for a long time uh mm-hmm. as a meme as as an mm-hmm. idea uh but i kind of like it because in, in a way it does encapsulate a lot of palpatine of just like he, this evil that just keeps returning and you don't you're never sure of exactly what his plans are or how he's accomplishing things but somehow Palpatine returns. Yeah, there you go. A line about Palpy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot
6: of things. Uh, yeah, I'm afraid that a shield will be quite operational. I just takes him back to my. Uh, Jedi Alliance days, Maud Garrett loved that line, and just loved just the. Oh, uh, the I, if you wanted to get Maud laughing, all you had to do was <laughs> start to say that line. <laughs> <laughs> over. Oh, and yeah, I just it was one of those lines as a kid too. It just it just oh just stung. Um, I like, it is kind of this, this, this like because this guy I've foreseen it all. Uh, nothing can stop me. I'm ahead of the game and uh, you know, he just can't he can't get around compassion and, and empathy and all those things that Luke got going on and that Luke chooses. So I love that there. Yeah, no, great list. And yeah, the little, I watched because I was watching some clips and my little green friend is a delicious little addition <laughs> to the line because it is, it is a I had to sit in meetings with you <laughs> stupid little jarbled speech. And I had a you 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 were so close maybe to discovering who I was and oh I just hated you. I just hated you and now I get to say it. <laughs> just it's like an episode of The Office or something. <laughs> yeah.
1: It really is. Michael Scott gets to punch Toby.
6: Yeah. Just there. So yeah. Ah, great stuff.
1: Yeah. Can I ask you, uh, how, how are you feeling these days about the somehow Palpatine returned? Like, I get why people uh, target it because it really underlines the, like, hey, we're not going to delve too deeply into how he returned. We don't think that's an important part of the story. We want to concentrate on who he is and what he wants. So I, I get that people can, that's a line that underlines mm. the decision to not focus on how he returned. So I understand why people target it. But how do you feel about it? I
6: think the line itself in the moment I'm not even saying that it could have been a different line or executed differently. I, under, I, I I just was watching Rise this past week and I totally see. It's like I have some some of the stuff I on Canto Bite that I love Canto Bite but I don't like little, little moments of execution. But every one of those movies has them, right? Truly deeply love you and everything. It's a little bit of that for me, but it puts me in a weird spot. We at Force Center try to uh, welcome all all, all are welcome here in the halls of Force Center. Uh, come on in. Let's have a discussion. Our Discord server is full of a lot of uh, people who just love Star Wars, but also are drawn to little bits here and there that are, other people aren't drawn to. And we have, there are some discussions and, and it's all friendly and it's all at the end of the day, but man, isn't this stuff great? And I know you and I share that. Jennifer shares that. So I understand it, but I this, this particular sequence or people's reaction to it, I just had it the other day, man. A, a friend of mine, Came by, mask on. Uh, came to drop something off, and uh, I used to work with him in wrestling. We don't talk often. He's a Star Wars fan, but he's been very vocal to the point where I muted him on Facebook. Oh wow! Of the sequel movies, and he know he's in Hollywood. He's he produces things, so he's not like um you know. I don't mean that if you're outside of Hollywood, you can't appreciate these movies. But he knows how some of these work. He knows how some of these movies work, and he's still kind of like, Hey, this website, we got this covered said, and I'm like, dude, no, (laughs) but he talked about this and he goes, he just, he said, "Ah, it's just, it's such bad storytelling to not explain it, to not explain why it comes back. And I just like, I, I, it's not that I want to fight that. I understand that from a technical standpoint, but I'm like, but, but I can explain it. And here's how, and here's the contingency plan. And here's him throwing himself into it. Here's what he said in revenge of the Sith. Here's what Beaumont Ken said. It's there. Now I know not all of you are reading the comics. Not all of you are reading the books. My dad's not. Your mom's not. Anyone who's watching these movies, I get it. So that's why it puts me in a weird spot where in that particular moment, I just had to go, oh, yeah, yeah okay, I see your point. Um, and it does come back to that scene. And I think, and I don't, I don't have any fault with, again, I don't have a fault with the line, any, anything. I just, I understand watching that where if there was a little bit more, I don't know. But I, I also, we joke about Beaumont Ken because he literally says it. He literally
1: he, says it. he does he like he lists all of the parts needed for the, it's like he lists all the ingredients uh <laughs> that go in a taco but then he doesn't say so so it was a taco that's how he like he lists yeah and then all, it, all the things
6: the gothic horror beginning is is you know i am every voice you've heard inside your head okay cool that's a, that's an answer like or like or not there's an answer and then he looks kyla looks around and there's a bunch of weird dudes working on things and there's from, from,
1: uh, you know, Snoke bodies and formaldehyde. Uh, <laughs> I like it. I think he has fermented. I think he, he is making Africa, the Snoke man. booze out of that vat yeah. of Snoke.
6: Um, and then again, what we did just the description of when you see Palpatine, you know, uh, I, I defeated death. Did you, did you? Cause I could <laughs> see your femur. It's coming out of your leg. <laughs> like, uh, you don't even have legs, you know? Uh, so, uh, I'm, I, yeah, deeper discussion. Uh, I understand it. You and I try really hard. I just think there's a difference between you didn't like it and you're choosing not to dig into a little bit more of the why of the moment, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, that makes, sorry, that makes, you know, frustrates me. Yeah, no, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. That, that, that makes perfect sense to me. Um, and again, for people who feel like it was really necessary to clearly lay out narratively how Palpatine returned, I get that line underlines the fact that we didn't that we're not going to tell that story it, it is a line that says uh, don't look over there because that's not where we're going um, yeah. so I, I get that uh, but I do also like it because there is something about that in Beaumont Kin's listing of ingredients of you mm-hmm. know uh, secrets only assist new cloning dark science um, that is there's a little bit of B movie to it and I feel like Palpatine represents that as, as I've been uh, saying in this episode he is a little bit of that. That's his his, his uh, energy. That he is meaningful and uh, this great philosophical idea, but also this weird dark wizard. And I also like that it makes sense to me that this meeting uh, of a resistance crew who believes in the Force knows, you know, saw Luke, saw, mm-hmm. have seen Ray do stuff. Like, yeah, the Force. But even for them, like. Who is this guy? What is? We've heard rumors that he's this weird dark wizard. He did he projected his soul into a weird vat. What the hell are you talking about? The fact that they can't even wrap their heads around it. Even if if Beaumont Kin like pulled out you know a, a hollow sheet and was like pointed at it is like okay. So uh, when his when his body exploded, it, he sent his soul. And that projection was similar to like <laughs> they'd still be like. The hell are you talking about, Beaumont Kent?
6: Yeah. And yeah, again, again, you and I have discussed off air just the the desire to for everything to be explained. Otherwise, it's it's a plot hole that takes down the movie, uh, is, is something that bothers me. But I, I think there's some, you know, I don't know, it's it, it it's uh it, it, everyone cites the example of hey, return of the Jedi, you, you know, yeah, yes, Empire Strikes Back, you see, but Return of the Jedi, he's just kind of there, right? He shows up, cool, third act, I'm your here, I'm your villain. Um the, the, he was mentioned before, but he, I don't know how did uh, how did the Eye of Sauron return? You know, uh, it, it just it, the ring wants to find its, its way back to to the, its owner. Uh, how? It's a ring. I don't know. <laughs> like, you know, it's like it, it's. I I just don't. I've never gotten really caught up on that kind of stuff, and so that's where that's why I get it. it puts me into a into a weird spot where I just want to be very accepting about everyone's opinions, but also want to be like, well, okay, I can give you that answer. Do you want it? I don't think you want it. Yeah. Yeah. I just think you want to yell, uh, oh, in case of emergency, break glass. That's why Palpatine's there. And if that's that, that's fine. That's fine. And we're done here.
1: <laughs> yeah. A valid opinion. And everybody's entitled to their opinion. Thank you for uh, taking that detour because I, find most, I found myself wanting to include it, but knowing that it is a, a very sensitive line. So thank you for the thoughtful yeah. discussion. There's something about it to me. Mm-hmm. Good, bad, like it, don't like it that's just got the heart the the weird evil b-movie but deep mysterious complex heart of palpatine in that line
6: yeah uh yeah no no pleasure to go down that uh (laughs) discussion (laughs) point uh by the way if i've offended you you can write us at force center and i'll apologize uh Uh, on that note, we are gonna to get to our number one choices for the best palpatine lines. I'll go first uh, with my number one so the Joseph can close closer show with his number one. I am going to return the jedi to that throne room scene the one that just man, it's the best and it establishes so much and and uh, it's just it's just the best. that's all that's, that's all the words I have. It's the best. um I'm going to. The moment, and I got that long and hard. I go, what? What is it? What's the palpitating moment? What's one? What? What? What do I like to say? What do I like to feel when I watch it? Uh, what does it make me feel? What does it move me? Does it scare me? Is it part of the bigger picture? Part of the bigger story? I went with, so be it, Jedi. Boom! Lightning blast right into Luke's face on his teeth, which used to freak me out as a kid seeing it the- <laughs> on his teeth, and it sets up the fun. It's, it's it. It's the final moment. And again, going to, it's a serious version of My Little Green Friend. It's a continuation of Are You Threatening Me, Master Jedi? And No One Can Stop the Sith. These are the base level goals and and wants and desires and hates and dislikes of Palpatine, and he despises these Jedi. He hates them. And to hang it over Luke with this taunting, evil, petty, but just there's consequences for what you want to be you want that you got it jedi you're gonna die for it and i love it as one of just a final kind of dig from palpatine as, as his destruction uh begins and and i include rise of skywalker in that he's never he's never the same from mm-hmm. going on um it, you know it, it's not he jump doesn't jump into a great clone
3: <laughs> you know
6: <laughs> uh, nope his life, it's an all from this point on. It's about never, let can't let go, wanting everything, but it's just pure evil energy. So I love this moment. It is one of the last big uh, sheave Palpatine. My life led me to this. Oh, you want to be a Jedi? Great. I'm going to give you what you want, and I'm going to kill you slowly and painfully. So be it, Jedi.
1: Oh, that's great. That that is such a great line. It's great delivery. I there, there's that little bit of kind of a up pick in tempo, uh, uptick in tempo on Jedi. So be it Jedi. Uh, That is that it's kind of matter of fact for the way he's been the rest of the scene. So it's a little even more frightening because it is just like, all right, no more manipulations, no more, nothing. That's what you want. Mm. That's what you get exactly as you're saying. Um, but it also just it speaks to his character. If he's done all these uh, twists and turns and plots, he has to know that what that Vader's kind of trying to get Luke on his side, turn Luke into his apprentice, and then maybe they're going to come for him. Palpatine's got to know that's a possibility. It's the way of the Sith. But they're both Vader and, and Palpatine are both doing this dance around each other. We're like, well, maybe we could turn him. There'll be three three of us now, and we'll get rid of the uh, the rule of two. Maybe, or is it that absolutely? Palpatine all along wants Vader's, you know, old and broken, and he wants this new apprentice. And now with the Rise of Skywalker, is it even that Palpatine literally does want Luke to strike him down so so uh, Palpatine can uh, possess Luke's young, healthy Jedi body? He, he wants all these possibilities. Yeah, But then Luke throws down that blade, says that from Palpatine's perspective, that high and mighty, selfless pacifism, naive, dumb, stupid, ignorant way to look at the world and you want to pat yourself on the back for it. All right, I don't need any of those things. They would have been nice, but Mm. so be it, Jedi. I, You know, I was looking at these other options, but the option for me where I kill you and hold on to my power, that's fine too. So be it, Jedi. So be it to everything you represent. Mm.
6: Father, please. My teeth. (laughs)
1: <laughs> this isn't right.
6: love it. that is uh that is my number one, which means we're up to your number one and the final submission here on the best palpatine lines ever.
1: Yes, in my number one, uh, there are many lines I love, but I just felt this had to be it because it is the absolute truth. Of Palpatine and that is unlimited
2: power
1: oh my gosh it's so it is so over the top right but it's the truth you know and it's it's one of those moments where it's totally enjoyable by itself because it is so over the top it is the unleashing of the lightning it is the the full reveal of the the face uh basically and it ends in that weird satisfied Sigh, that <laughs> I like so much when his head rolls back. Ah, <sighs> um, <laughs> but it, it is in in some ways it, it is so Palpatine because it is just the simple truth of what the Sith want. You know, go back to kind of our beginning. of talking about everything, unlimited power. That's what he wants. He's already the Supreme Chancellor of the Galactic Republic. He's already got a ton of power. He's already controlling a bunch of stuff, but. He wants to be able to kind of unmask himself and just have total unlimited power. He wants everything. And this is him just shouting his absolute mission statement as a Sith of, I don't even have to, I don't have to pretend anymore about anything. I can just have everything that I want and what I want is everything. And then, so, so it tracks it, like it makes a lot of sense. But then there's the sort of real world side of it that it is, hugely over the top in, in Ian McDermott. I watched a um, one-on-one panel with him. I can't remember what year it is, but a very recent Star Wars celebration. Uh, mm. Not the one in Chicago, but I believe the one before that, uh, where he is recounting, and I'm sure he does many other places, the great story of doing that, where he kept doing it, and he normally doesn't get many notes from George. He just goes and he, he's evil, and George mm. doesn't give a lot of notes, and he does unlimited power, and George is like, maybe more. And he does it, uh, Ian McDermott, like, okay, I've now gone as as high as I possibly could. That's that's Mm. big enough for you, right? And George is like, no. More. (laughs) And to the point where Ian McDermott's like, I need to do what my actor uh, requests that I do. I am slightly concerned that I will never work again, but I do what I'm asked and I take it as big as I possibly can. And it's a funny charming behind the scenes story but to know George Lucas Mr never talked to the actors during the prequels by his own admission <laughs> this is so important to him that this is the truth of the Sith and i don't care if it plays as a b movie i don't care if it plays over the top this is the total unmasked truth of the villain of star wars is that's all he's about that's all he wants is unlimited power shouted as blatantly and loudly as possible? It's just over the
6: top is the way to describe it, and it's earned. Not that, again, this is that weird spot. Uh, you know, we're not sitting here th- heaping a bunch of uh, respect on Palpatine, but there's been a lot of people probably in this galaxy, a lot of them going back to those times we haven't even heard about yet officially in canon, and this is what they wanted. And maybe they got a slice of it, maybe they got a piece of it, but in this moment, Palpatine believes that he has got what he's always wanted, which is unlimited power. So in a way you're like, all right, man, respect. You did it. You did it. Including in this very moment, you got your new apprentice, you got everything you need. And wow, take it, man, take your moment, take your bow. And that's what I think. And it, and it, you know, to hear George talk about what dark side is and greed and the pathway to it. And it all is about power. I could see what George um, would unbutton a, a top button on that f- flannel and really get into into the into the, into the gritty with Palpatine? <laughs> with, with about it, like oh no, let's do it again. Let's do it again. Um, yeah. uh, unlimited power. Uh, I think it's great, uh, and and it it is, and it works as a as a meme. It works as a funny quote. It works with some maybe a little un, unintentional comedy. I, I, I get all that, but over over time, this has grown into just a just a. It's it's it is the biggest moment. It is him. It's what he thought he earned. It's what he wanted, and what he actually, for a while, had.
1: That is exactly exactly right. Big Palpatine Sidious face out there with unlimited power.
6: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, and then you know, it's it's a. Is it a? It's a? It's just a word. It's just a word. But I think we 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 can't not mention henceforth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what you get is just, it is what it is. I was trying to, uh, as I was trying to, cl- I was trying to queue up here. Thank you, Disney Plus, for making it possible, but uh, I'm now lost in Kashyyyk.
1: We'll do oh, you're next. trying to find Unlimited Power yeah, or I'm
6: henceforth? Find it. Uh, well, he- Unlimited Power, but it popped up, and now I'm just going to, if I press play, it'll just be a bunch of clips of uh, the- Wookiees fighting. Um, <laughs> Random I- Wookiees. Yeah. yeah. So we'll have to just hear them laugh. <laughs> Uh, Joseph, thank you so much for your list. Uh, I know that we both just love this character. We love Ian McDiarmid. We, lo- we love what what he represents. We love his place in the story. We love, like you, you said, loving to uh, root against him, and hopefully learning from some of the moments uh, and and how maybe we can avoid some of the paths that he wants you to go down. So Palpatine is a, is an important character. He is the big E in Star Wars, capital evil. And uh, every line just backs it up. What a fun show. Thanks again, Joseph.
1: Oh, yeah. Thank you absolutely for having me. I just delight in it because his delivery is so good. All of his themes are so fascinating. And you're right. I'm so glad that you uh, brought brought it back to. Let's uh, learn the lesson of Sheev. Sheev wants us to give in to our fear so he can have unlimited power and uh, I'm going to try not to give in to my fear and just really really upset uh, Sheev Palpatine Darth Sidious so I can hear him get upset and go, no! (laughs) No!
6: Uh, thank you all for uh, listening today, uh, this episode of Star Wars Ranked. Uh, we appreciate it. If you want to join the conversation, you can follow us on Twitter at Force Center Pod. Use the hashtag Star Wars Ranked. Just tweet us all the Palpatine memes you, you want and need. Uh, you can uh, like us on Facebook or on Instagram, YouTube as well. Merchandise is available at tpublic.com slash ForceCenter. Uh, t-bo, t-bo slash user slash Force Center. I always forget that. We, you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Force Center. Your support helps cool things happen like the theme music here for Star Wars Ranked uh, made by the great Tony Thaxton. we got our own things as well. You can follow me at KedNapsok for all the latest on all the things I do. You can go to josephscrimshaw.com to uh, find out all the things uh, he does as well. Uh, we appreciate your support here, and we'll be back for more Force Center programming. Big week ahead. Uh, if you're listening in chronological order of Force Center, some of you might jump around like the Clone Wars series. That is it for this week. Star Wars has been wrecked.